Welcome to the Sobity Chat Podcast. If you are new and welcome back if you are a regular and a part of the fam. My name is Fatima and the Sobity Chat is a self-care community and podcast designed to empower women through faith-infused resources, mental health support, coaching, and wellness events. So before we dive in, let's chat about a few ways that you can support the show. The first way is by subscribing wherever you are listening. The second way is to share with a friend. If you think that this episode or this show will provide value to their lives, please go ahead and drop them that link. The third way is to rate and review via iTunes or wherever you're listening, but iTunes is probably the most primary source where my listeners come from. So make sure you head over there and leave a comment about why you like the show and leave a rating. And then finally is by submitting your questions via email, which is sobdchat at gmail.com, my personal Instagram, Fatima underscore farmer, or by sending a voice message right here on Anchor if that's where you're listening. So without further ado, let's get into today's show. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this bonus episode. I'm really excited to share this from fear to faith story because it's my own so if you're new to the podcast I have a series that I do on my podcast called from fear to faith and it is a series where I interview women that I admire women of faith women of God who have taken some type of leap of faith in their lives where we talk about the journey right Because in a world of social media where everyone typically shares the highlights of what they are going through, it's rare sometimes that you find people sharing the real about, you know, the struggles that they face to get to whatever point they're in, whether it be marriage or their business or their career. It's it's sometimes is rare to find people who are sharing the real story. Um, and I always was a person that was very curious about the how, right? Like I would see people that I admire doing all these awesome things. And I'm like, how did they do this? How did they get there? And especially how, when they are a Christian, like what did that walk look like for them? Or, um, and I won't even just say a Christian because everyone that I've interviewed with, they don't even, all of them don't identify themselves as Christian, but people who put God at the center of their life. I'm interested in those stories because there's plenty of people that we all know that, you know, have made what seems like success and they are not followers of God. They don't have any relationship with Christ and they're just like out here seemingly living their best lives. And I think it's important that we highlight or that I highlight the stories of people who are putting God at the center because that's a different kind of success. It requires different things, you know. What one person did to get to a point of success um, without God is going to look different to a person that is doing it with God. So I figured it's time that I share my story of how I have taken a leap of faith recently. So In one of my previous episodes, I talked about how I recently moved to L.A. And I'm going to share a little bit about that with you guys. Um, Yeah, I'm going to share that. And then I I just paused because I was thinking maybe I should get questions first. But I think I'll, I'll open it with just a story and then... I'll leave the floor open for you to ask questions. You can send me questions via email at sobdchat at gmail. 
gmail.com. You can send me questions via Instagram on direct message. I'm very responsive there. Or you can um, submit a voice memo via Anchor. So you can actually just ask your question and I can feature it in an upcoming episode, which I think is pretty cool. So let's get into it. Why LA? I I feel like that's the first question I always get whenever I tell people, oh, I just moved to LA or like, I've been going on a lot of interviews and stuff lately, job interviews, and I've been having to tell this story and answer this question like every day. (laughs) Um, And I think it is a great question, but it's always so interesting to me that people almost expect like, oh, did you move here for a job? Did you move here for a relationship? Did you move here for like family? Like those are the questions I always get. And I didn't move here for any of those reasons. I moved here simply because... God placed the desire in my heart years ago. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, I posted on my stories um, a while ago that maybe a few weeks ago, a screenshot of a tweet that I shared. It was either a tweet or a Facebook post that I shared where I said, I'm moving to LA. I don't know when or how, but it's going to happen. I'm just putting it out into the universe. And this was back in like 2014 when I posted this. But I remember the desire to move to LA was on my heart way before then like it was probably around like 2001 maybe 2012 where I felt this really strong urge just to be in California I won't even just say LA but just to be in California I had never been before I didn't know what was there outside of nice weather and what you see on TV but I didn't have any desire to work in entertainment or Hollywood so I knew it wasn't because of that because I didn't have any desire to be a part of that But I just felt this longing and this was before I had a relationship with God. So I didn't know it was God. I didn't know that that desire was coming from God. I had no clue, but I knew that I felt this urge, this feeling of I need to go to California. I need to be there. I need to experience it. So if you've been following me for a while, you know that I just visited so much. Like I would just... I would try to go every year. I would say probably since like 2012, I've been coming every year. Um, Yeah, I've been coming every year since 2012, I believe. And the first time I came, it was just to go to a music festival, Coachella. Um, And then after that, I think I came just to like visit my friend, Avina. Hey, Avina, if you're listening. And then a few times after that, I just planned trips where I would just make it like a week long stay and I would rent an Airbnb and I would just live like a local. Like I would just, you know, I didn't have any concrete plans. I didn't have any real reason to be there. It wasn't really like vacation. It was just, I'm just coming here to experience this place and to just see what I'm feeling in my heart, this feeling that I'm supposed to be here, seeing if if God can confirm it. And I remember the last two times that I came before I moved here, I got that confirmation. And the last time in particular I'll talk about, I remember I was like very clear when I came, I wrote out a list of questions that I wanted God to confirm for me while I was there. And one of those questions was, do you want me to move to LA within the next year? And I remember I stayed in, I think I stayed in three different Airbnbs because I wanted to, oh, I stayed in two actually, because I was also here for a retreat. So I stayed in an Airbnb in an area called Alhambra, which is like on the east side, like near Pasadena. 
if you know California, then you know what I'm talking about. Um, so it's kind of far from everything, but it was very residential and it was actually really nice. Like I actually really liked it because it was so residential. Um, but it was a, a good distance from like the beach and like all of that type of stuff in the downtown area. Um, so I also stayed in Joshua Tree for a night because I went to a retreat, like I said, and that was beautiful. I actually talked about that on the show. So if you want to go back and listen to it, um, it's from like September of last year. And so that was awesome staying in Joshua Tree and it really tested me. I spent so much time alone. Like I just had so much time to just think and reflect and just be with God. And then the last Airbnb I stayed in was in an area called Playa del Rey. And it was like maybe 10 minutes away from the beach. It was a beautiful space. And I remember when I walked into the Airbnb, I felt this sense of home. Um, I'm not a cat person or I wasn't a cat person, but the Airbnb had a cat and I got along really well with the cat. Me and the cat were like homies by the time that I was leaving. And I remember the day that I was leaving, like right before I was leaving, I packed up my suitcase and I could tell that the cat was, I think his name was Felix. He was getting like, he could tell that I was leaving. Um, and he just started like cuddling up next to me and just being like super like cuddly, which was, is kind of rare for cats. If you know, if you have a cat, um, and I remember he just had this look on, like he would just look at me just like with this just sad look in his eyes. And I just had this sad look in my eyes because I'm like, I'm leaving where it's like, I'm going back home. And I remember this feeling, this overwhelming feeling, like I just wanted to cry. The thought of leaving, the thought of leaving LA that last time I was here literally brought me to tears. Like I was so emotional. Um, I actually did cry. <laughs> I'm saying I wanted to cry. I actually did cry. I was so emotional leaving because I felt like I was leaving home. I, even though my family was back in New Jersey, my friends, all of that job, everything was back in New Jersey. I just felt like I am leaving home. And in that moment, it felt so crystal clear to me that it was confirmation from God. And I actually want to speak to that a little bit about how I've received confirmations in the past because I think that's really important if you are making any type of leap, right? Like whether it's a decision to um, get married or a decision to move or to accept a job or whatever it is, I think it's important that we really seek God when we're making those big decisions. And recently I've been listening to a lot of different like sermons and stuff and and it actually... It, it came up twice in a sermon and also in my Bible study yesterday. Um, this notion of like, you are never actually 100% sure. Like when people are like, God told me to do this thing. Like that's not 100% accurate. Like God can tell people to do certain things. But for you to say like, I was 100% sure that God told me to do this thing. It's like, it's comforting to know that other people of faith have that same fear of, I could actually be wrong. Like, I don't know for sure if this is going to work, but I am willing to trust fully that I've, I, I fully trust that I think God is telling me that this is it. Like, I am confident that I think this is from God and that I think that he wants me to do this thing. So I'm going to move forward in it, especially when it's something that you didn't 
I think when you didn't create the desire on your own, right? Like, like I said, when I started, I never had a desire to be in LA, but suddenly I felt that shift and I felt that urge. Like I had never been before, but I felt like this pulling to go. And I knew that that was God because that wasn't a desire that I had created on my own, you know? Um, And I think when that happens, we have to pay attention to it. But as far as confirmations go, right? Like sometimes confirmations come from, I think they show up in that, that longing that, that, uh, I can't remember it off the top of my head right now, but the scripture that speaks about, um, I, th- I want to say is Matthew six thirty three where it talks about, um, how God will give you the desires of your heart. And it's interesting sometimes because when it comes to taking a leap of faith, sometimes the desires that are on your heart, they weren't even your initial desires. Like, but God conforms our heart's desires to match his desires for our will. So clearly I was supposed to be here for a reason, right? And he gave me that desire so that I would have the 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 curiosity to explore that desire and then eventually build up the faith to walk towards that desire because there's something much bigger being manifested here that I have no control over. I don't, I don't know what the next steps are. Like when people ask me, Oh, why did you move here? I'm like, I moved here for life. I moved here just to live my life and whatever that looks like, however that unfolds, I'm trusting that God will reveal that to me in time because he gave me desire, the desire to be here. So I have no clue what's next, to be honest. I mean, I'm taking, of course, I'm taking action as far as like, you know, securing where I'm going to live and like securing where I'm going to work. Like I'm moving forward in those things, but each step is me continuously seeking God for direction because I don't know. So when it comes to um, looking for a job, I'm asking God, like, what industry do you want me to focus on? Like, do you want me to continue doing what I've been doing before? I feel like you do. And that's something that I'm interested in. But you could have a completely different plan for me. So I'm constantly yielding my heart to hear what it is that God wants me to do next and what what he wants me to focus on next. Um, For example, um, one of the things that I it has been revealed to me over the multiple visits that I've been here is, um, or the multiple visits before I got here was that I am supposed to get involved with the homeless outreach efforts that are happening here in LA. If you don't know, there is a huge, like scary, huge population of homelessness in LA in particular. And I remember maybe like the second or third time that I came here, it really hit me how serious that situation is here. And I just felt this burden. I just felt this heaviness that like someone has to do something about this. And that's not to say that I'm superwoman and I'm here to just eradicate homelessness and just save the day. I mean, if God, that's his will. Okay. Anything's possible. I don't personally see that for myself, but what I do see is that I know that God is, has me here to position myself to be a part of that. Um, I think that God gives us those heavy burdens. Sometimes those things where you're just like, does any, does this bother anybody else? And, and everyone else just seems comfortable living in it. I think he assigns us certain things because he wants it to, he, he literally is placing that in our life to convict us to be a part of the change. 
And I know that that's a huge part of why I'm here also, you know, but that only came through trusting that nudge that I got, trusting that initial feeling of you're calling me to this place. I'm curious to see why. So I'm going to take some step of faith, right? That that little step of faith that I took in the beginning was just saying, okay, God, I don't know why you've called me here, but I know that um, you wouldn't forsake me. And I know that is for a reason. So I'm going to visit. I'm going to just see if there's if there's anything here that resonates or clicks or sticks. Um, So, yeah, I think it's just about taking taking those small leaps of faith that lead up to that big leap of faith. Um, I've been listening to the series by by Pastor Michael Todd from Transformation Church called um, uh, Crazy Faith. Or I think that's the name of the series. Yeah, Crazy Faith. And he talks about how before you can have crazy faith, you have to first have baby faith. And then there's also a thing called maybe faith where you're not always sure. Right. And in order to get to that huge leap of faith, sometimes you just have to start by taking a small leap of faith. So I just wanted to share that because I've never I don't think I've ever actually shared. um, I won't say never, but it's been a while since I've shared like personal testimonies that I've been going through. Um, And I I wanted to kind of include you guys in on this process because it is really transforming my life. And um, I don't want to just wait until, you know, I get a breakthrough or this huge, you know, amazing story to share about how God did X, Y, and Z in my life. I want to share the journey, you know, because that that was a huge reason of why I started the Soul Beauty Chat in the beginning was to share the honest, vulnerable, transparent journey. So this is my journey. This is where we are right now. Of course, it's to be continued. I've been sharing vlogs on my YouTube channel. If you want to watch, you know, more of like a day in the life of what's happening and the things that I'm involved in, because I probably won't share a lot of that on the podcast, but um, it is available on my YouTube channel. So I'll link that playlist in the description of this podcast if you want to listen to it. Um, one other thing that I want to share is that at on September 1st, which is this Sunday coming up, I'm going to be hosting a goal setting with God workshop where I'm actually going to be walking you through my process of how, you know, once I got that clear confirmation of this is a move that you need to make some of the things that I started to do to prepare for that in a practical sense and in a spiritual sense because it wasn't just a financial thing it was like mentally I had to be there spiritually I had to be ready for that and um, I personally believe that when we're setting goals for whether it's a leap of faith or whether it's some type of transition that we're making in life that we have to include God in that process we have to it's non-negotiable as Christians we have to include God because if not we're working in our own will and I'm hit. So in that workshop, I am breaking down exactly how um, you can set up goals with God so that you are operating in a place of flow rather than a place of force, like trying to do everything in your own will. Because if you know, <laughs> God can shut that down real quick when you try to operate in your own will and not include him in your plan. Um, or he can he can let it, you know, work in air quotes and and it completely fall to shambles because we have to we have to include God in that process we have to rely on him so 
If you sign up for this workshop, you will learn how to set goals as a Christian, how to tell if you're living outside of God's will, how to create core values and why they are important and how to use them, and also how to stick to those core values. You'll walk away with God-centered goals for the month of September, and you'll also receive one-to-one personalized guidance from me, and you'll get lifetime access to the recording of the workshop. So if you want to revisit it, um, and this is a monthly workshop that I'm teaching each month is going to have a different focus. Of course, for the month of August, moving into September, we're going to be wrapping up um, the theme of preparation and in the waiting season. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. So if you're interested, the link is in the description box. If you want to sign up, I'm looking forward to working with you. Keep in mind that seating is limited. I want this to feel very personal so there's not going to be a lot of people on the call um so if you're interested get your tickets now and yeah i am looking forward to talking to you all on this weekend and i hope that you are having an amazing week so far and i'm looking forward to your questions if you want like a part two or if you have any particular questions about taking a leap of faith let's chat about it and i will talk to you all very soon bye